Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? I don't know. Welcome to the Just Conversation podcast, the show where we discuss complex philosophic ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm your host, Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second a new episode releases. How have you been, Christina? I've been great. How have you been? I've been freaking fantastic, man. You know why I'm particularly excited today? Why? We got a weird, heavy thinking episode today where we're going to look at things from a couple of different angles. Ooh. Oh, yes, it's going to be very exciting, and we're going to be having an interesting conversation about intelligent life. What that could be like, or what? not that could be like, what that different examples of what that could be like, I guess. Yeah, I what know. that could be like. Pretty much, we're going to be the, uh, primarily discussing intelligent life here on Earth. The intelligent life other than humans that's here on Earth. And we're talking of high advanced technology type things. Not literally technology in a way we would understand, but people who are, or people, I guess they would be people, energy and life forces at our equivalent level of development for whatever they are, if that makes sense. Yes, okay. Yes, so we're talking communities, we're talking teamwork, we're talking how dominant they are on the planet, we're talking the different ways life can appear physically, uh, philosophically, in idea. We're going to be talking scales. We're going to be scaling both up and down to the point where we're going to end up first talking about aliens and eventually we're going to lead our way to the life journey of a star. Oh, yeah, it gets weird. It really does get weird, both up and down. Yeah, it, it's always weird. I don't know what, to, what I don't know what about nature does this, but there's it's, uh, undeniably we're all fractal fractalized. It's all fractalized. We're branching out of something, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It all looks the same at every scale. We all look like we're repeating the thing. We can walk outside and just see an army of fractals everywhere. We call them trees. Yeah. We're just yeah. surrounded by it. Fractals run the universe. And they're in the sky. Yeah, fractals in the sky. Fract lightning. Lightning mm-hmm. is a fractal. Mm-hmm. It fractalizes 800. A cloud is a fractal. It's just the same kind of pattern repeating. And I'll have weird fluff discombobulations and we'll still be like yeah that still looks like a cloud whoa it's phenomenal so yeah that's what we have in store for these people today on this beautiful ramble we have already yes we can understand what we talk about hopefully it's it's just weird i don't know that's just the best way to describe it i mean this show's always weird girl this is the just conversation podcast weird is what we do Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's going to be pretty awesome. We're going to have a... Uh, well, it's just, it's just awesome. You guys are going to really enjoy it. I hope uh, the perspective of these life forms we'll be providing helps you guys think of uh, intelligent life in different ways. Because we only see humans as intelligent, at least advanced intelligence, because it's the only one we understand. 
but that proves our ignorance. When you listen to this episode, you'll know how little we know. Just by how possible these things sound, you're going to understand how little we really know about our surroundings, about our planet, about our space, our star, our galaxy, our freaking universe, quarks and atoms and germs and all of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Listen to it and we'll talk to you. I guess when you're listening to this, what? Pff, I don't in know, a few minutes, was, in a yeah, second. Yeah, we're going to talk to you after this song plays right now. Hi. Hi. Assuming evolution is correct, do you think a different species would evolve and be the intelligent, dominant species on the planet? And which would that be? And what would that society look like? Nothing like ours. Nothing like ours? No. What I do you mean? Know. I think this is just one unique thing and every thing would evolve into another super unique thing. Man, that'd be really weird, right? Because they're... We just assume where the, this is it and everything else is going to be like this. And even like when we talk about aliens, they're going to be like this. Or they're going to have gone through this in yeah. their, the process of their but evolution. they're going to have had some shit that makes no sense to us. Yeah. We're not going to understand that. Because a lot of these, the creatures on our planet, they don't need to evolve to us. Like trees, like they're so advanced and they don't have to change though. Yeah. They're perfect the way they are. They could become the thing that replaces us, and they're not going to change. <laughs> they're just going to be everywhere. They're just going to be everywhere. Yeah, you're but, totally right. Like, they wouldn't just suddenly start becoming... Like, their form of intelligence is already something we question, but it's clearly that it's clear that they're doing something intelligent. Yeah. It's clear that they're thinking and communicating and interacting with each other and building communities. They share resources. For the benefit of the collective. They're already doing that. We already have intelligent life on this planet. And they may change, but it's not going to be something we'll notice. Yep. So... Is that they're already the, the most... They're already the dominant species. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we think. They're already the dominant species. They might be able to take... We might be able to take a crap ton of them out. But we'll never take all of them out. And they will always take over again. Yeah, and if we did, that would just end everyone else. And I mean, who who gets to this planet once yeah. all trees are gone? Yeah, it's useless. It's, yeah. The planet's pointless. Yeah. But if anything else, like, what is, does everyone think? Monkeys probably is what everyone wants to imagine. Takes over, they're going to become humans. I don't know how that works, but... So what animal do you think would take our place? animals that would take our place i think you are right and no nothing's gonna take our place i think it's just gonna be we're already in no place we we don't dominate shit yeah we need a bunch of other crap for that and then we're still losing for the most part plants always win like the only i don't know how there has to be a weird situation whatever turned us this way would have to happen to some animal Whatever that was that changed everything for us and made us become this. But 
what is this? I don't know, but what is this? <laughs> what is this? That's ultimately the question. What is it that we are uh, doing that, what, like, maybe this just looks this way, but whatever this is, is it literally where the plants are right now. What if they're literally at that stage? It just looks that way. Yeah. Huh. They do have communities. Sometimes they'll dry out trees. They send out warnings. They'll dry out another tree to protect themselves. Mm. That's just shit they do. Executions, bro. Yeah. That one's lethal. And I don't know if it was the trees or the wind that saved the trees from uh, from dying. I think it was like trees from one place. The wind carried something from those trees to another part of the world and saved those trees. Yes. What happened there? Okay. <laughs> That's a crazy story. And wait, where did you find about this? Like in, one of those like animal planet or discovery Look for shows it. or whatever. But that's kind of nuts. You have to understand how complicated that is now because we have to question whether just... Because what is it that we're calling life in our case, right? It's just a, the, a strange combination of matter. We're calling a certain combination of matter, a certain combination of uh, uh, atoms, an assortment of these things equal us. Why would air be any different, right? Why would plants be any different? They would be things made of the molecules that exist. Just things made of molecules that exist. So, uh, if the wind is making a conscious decision here, the wind is alive in some way we don't understand. It's some form, it's a collection of something moving around. Fair enough. That's already what we are. There's a similarity between human and wind. It's a collection of something moving around. Wind is what? Air collected? What's wind? What's wind? I don't know. But wind... What if birds can talk to wind? What if birds can talk to wind? That's Whoa. Whoa. What if some animals can communicate with things like this? What if we think birds are flying... The ones that are gliding, right? What if they're riding on the back of wind? Because that's literally what they're doing, isn't it? They're literally bird. Wow. Wind is the flow of gases on a large scale. Yes, it's just combined gases. So there's combined gases flinging in mass around us, over it's aliens. us. It's aliens. And look at this ecosystem. Birds can be just like a lizard can go in the water and hang out like a fish. It can come out and chill like a mammal. Those two things are weird category. But birds can do the same thing in that they can they can't do the water thing. Well, some can. Well, they do can the dive, water. but they don't do the water thing, where they can like chill inside water. I mean, there's probably some birds, like a penguin or something, that could go way deep. Yeah. But generally speaking, birds are the ones that touch down. They can communicate with the ground level, mm-hmm. not with the sea level, but they can communicate with the sky level, and then the sky level has birds. It has wind, apparently. It has clouds. Those could be three different life forms already in the sky that we could identify. Three different things. Pictures of, like, wind coming out of clouds. Is that a thing that's really happening? That's not a thing that's really happening. What does wind look like? But, like, they like to draw things like that. That dumb little cloud going out. Because that's interesting. Now we uh, we have the possibility of life existing in the sky in three different forms birds clouds wind lightning what if lightning is some kind of rare animal lightning yeah fire then lightning hurricanes volcanoes volcanoes can totally be a a weird rock type of life form 
and they mm-hmm. could they could totally exist in a way like plants do. Think about it. Birds aren't. They're like the mammals. They they're individuals in a sense we understand. But plants are both one and multiple. And some animals have the ability to do that, that they have that hive mentality, they connect in some way. Mm-hmm. Plants are then the same thing. They can be individuals, but they can also coexist in mass as one sort of creature. Yeah. Clouds can be like trees in that they can be individuals, but they can sort of exist in a weird flow where they're indistinguishable from one another and it's just one organism. Can they evolve? Maybe. Maybe that's just what... Maybe they've. there are different versions of it and we only understand some of them as even existing. Well, we never study them to see if they're changing. We never changing. study them to see if they're even thinking or anything. No. Because it's impossible to test, I guess. Or maybe it's not. We just haven't uh, committed resources to it. But if it's impossible and we do commit resources to it, we wasted resources. That's mm-hmm. really the problem, you see? Yeah. We got to gamble on whatever's most likely. So it's easier just to leave it alone. And focus on what the things we know for a fact. But we got birds in the sky. We got clouds that could do the same thing, live as individuals. And sometimes they do where they can live in mass as giant organisms. So birds, clouds, wind, lightning, hurricanes, uh, tornadoes. What if a tornado is some sort of sky creature, particularly hazardous to us? Yeah, yeah, with a very short life. With a very short life. Or maybe it just exists as one of, maybe wind and the tornado are the same thing. And a tornado is an aggressive wind. And so is a hurricane. A hurricane is a giant collection of wind that got aggressive. They're all fighting each other. Maybe fighting each other, maybe just aggressive in general. Maybe that's, maybe a hurricane is what it looks like when they're uh, bothered by something. And hurricane, maybe it's mating season during hurricane season. Well, oh, that makes sense. It's right? With so many happening at once. Yeah, maybe they're making more wind. Yeah. Oh. And we're just <laughs> caught in the middle of that, and it looks like destruction to us. And they can't help it. They're not trying to hurt us. They're not even, they don't care about us. They're not even no. thinking about it. They just want to make some babies. They just want to make some babies. The clouds just want to make some babies. They're hurling through, and they make their weird... Is that what a volcano is doing? It's making babies when it explodes the lava. No, but it's weird, because the volcano is essentially the, the mother of the planet, right? That's what makes the matter. It spits out the steaming hot crap from the center. It yeah. covers, then it dries out after th- hundreds of thousands of years. And making then more land. Making more land. While uh, earthquakes are also this weird ground creature. Volcanoes and earthquakes do two different things. Those are two different creatures living their different lives and serving their purposes that work to move the planet forward. And they're not really fighting each other either. They're just they're doing like their own things. They're part of an doing ecosystem. Doing in different places. Or... Yep. They're just part of their own ecosystems. Yeah. Mm. So we got uh, earthquakes and volcanoes just being two different kinds of creatures. And we particularly don't understand what the, what the earthquakes are. Wait, but what's happening with Japan that everything happens there? 
it's a weird thing. Maybe uh, they have a lot of winds hovering over, and uh, so they have giant typhoons, which are giant clusterfucks. But I was going to say, you know, snakes do that same thing. We can picture uh, a wind collective breeding, and snakes as the same thing. A snake will hang out by itself. It doesn't, but, but during mating, what happens? They just kind of create a, a ball. Yeah, they create a snake ball. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what wind does. They're just kind of hanging out, and then the mating season comes through, and to us, we just know that is hurricane season mm-hmm. and they start slamming into each other making these vicious uh destructive winds where they are but that's actually making new winds. but that's actually <laughs> making new winds hmm. wind is a creature that just has to do what it does and it's destroying some things in the process and a tornado could be some sort of other aggressive wind an individual wind that gets very very aggressive or just a couple that are fighting each other something well yeah yeah, mm. that's wind coming down. Fog and clouds could be related creatures. Because fo- uh, fog is clouds that come down. Maybe those are sick clouds. And it's that's what's happening it's down here sick. to cover. Maybe those are fat clouds. I think sick clouds. They could be sick clouds. Hmm. Just different versions of the same things. Clouds and wind aren't the same thing. They're different. Those are different creatures. The wind is not coming from the cloud. The wind doesn't come from the cloud. The cloud can be fog, though. That could be a different... The cousin. That could be a sick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lightning. We know that's electrical currents, but maybe that's something with life uh, flying around. We think the clouds make it, but maybe they hang out in the... In, maybe it's a different form of energy hanging out. Maybe there's energy spread out up there. Maybe that's one of the things in the sky. We know we have a magnetic layers. Maybe what we consider simply magnetic layers is a combination of some life form. Water. Water. Water could totally be alive. It is a combination of matter that does a certain thing, but we don't understand how it works. And there's different ponds and different things, but water can live as a one. Or it could be individuals. It could come down and up, and what is happening? Water is a very, oh my freaking god, yeah, because water can also just become a vapor and go up and join... The clouds? The clouds. It could hang out on top. Water's a weird one, because even fish can't do that, but water can communicate with the ground, and it could communicate with the top. That's interesting, because the ground communicates with the water, and it communicates with the top. Mm Mm-hmm. It's communicating with both, yeah. All, all three different sides kind of interact. Wait, what's the three sides? Oh, the ground and the, the water. The ground, the water, and the sky. Oh, okay. And maybe magnetic fields are some other creature hanging out up there. What is that? Maybe the aurora is also some kind of weird mystical creature that just chills there. And we're over here thinking it's a certain thing. It doesn't happen a certain time of year in some locations. So maybe they're, they're migrating. Maybe there's migrating patterns. Do we see it migrating? We see it show up. Maybe it's, oh. maybe it's a mating spot. Maybe those are mating spots we're looking at. And this sort of form of energy collects in these spots. And it's energy mating. That is beautiful. And it's beautiful. And we don't even, we think hurricanes are destructive, but the hurricanes and the aurora are doing literally the same thing. Smashing into each other and making babies. Yeah. And then they disperse and do whatever. That could totally be it. <laughs> yep. It's such a weird way to think of that. Yeah. But it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. It's very weird that we could potentially just be completely ignoring these forms of life. 
And who knows how advanced they are? Who knows how advanced? Again, trees are clearly winning on ground. On ground, they have won. There's nothing we could ever do. We don't have the power. We don't have the resources to get rid of all the trees. We don't have that. We're not. It can't happen. We wouldn't want to do that, though. We wouldn't want to do it, but we couldn't if we tried. Hmm. But who the hell knows what's happening over there? They can have some sort of dominant creature that's super intelligent and is already beyond destruction, at least on a planetary level. Where? In the sky. The water is clearly one in the water. Whatever water and animals are, or fish, whatever water and fish are, whatever that combo of thing are, that ecosystem, water one. We call it its own thing. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason... Earth, as in ground and stuff, planets, ha- I mean trees, we literally say they dominate ground. When we think ground, we can picture it by showing the picture of a leaf. Why is that? It's like synonymous with ground. But why if it's a whole other thing? Because it clearly won whatever the ground is doing. Yeah, it has. Well, hmm. But- we are part of the ground thing. We're part of the yeah, ground? Yeah, we're ground creatures. We're all ground creatures, everything that we consider mammals, everything bound to this thing. It, we're just on the surface of it, but we're ground creatures. Aren't there things around us that are just invisible? Aren't they the winners? Of the sky. The sky starts as soon as we're not talking ground. But whatever's here, I mean, there's stuff in this air. Yeah, that air is part of the sky air. We're oh. interacting with it. That's what I mean when the ground touches, like the ground interacts with the sky and the water. Mm-hmm. We're like the ground. This is the, the we're. Right now in the middle of the ground touching the water, the sky. And that's what's happening. This is part of whatever. This is just a different region of it. This is different kinds of air that sort of interacts with us all the time. Yeah. And we don't even consider it. The air down here is air that chills with us. And it's different than the air above. But doesn't it beat the trees then? No, because the trees rely on the carbon dioxide, the carbon monoxide, one of those shits. The trees rely on one of those. I guess they, there's a different gas. Fair enough. The trees eat a gas and they've learned to... F- well, wow, that's complicated. The trees yeah. live on the ground, but they've taught themselves to consume light, a gas, and water. So they not only catch water and turn it into energy to create more ground, which is essentially just them expanding on the ground, mm-hmm. but they also eat an, a, a gas floating around. They catch it and they eat it. Yum, munching. Trees eating gases, eating water, and making more tree out of them. With the combination of light, it could literally catch some light. Yeah, fucking catching the light. Trees are winning, bro. They're eating from everywhere. Yeah, and if they run out of one source, they have those other two to they depend have on. Those other sources. Except the roots are the most important. Like, if they lose that, that's it. Yes. That's their weak. That's their weakness, but they're smart and bury those away. Yeah. So they're protected from most things. They've learned to but live. There's no weird bug or something that eats. Yeah, tree definitely. Roots. But they I mean, are so spread out, they're indestructible. Like, there's no way they could eat all those. There's fruits. no way. That's crazy. There aren't enough of these creatures. No. The plants have won. Collectively, they've won. The gas, there are some gases that depend on them. Some gases depend on trees. Oxygen is one of the gases that depends on trees. That's the gas that joins the sp- the sky, but it only exists if trees continue. But there's oxygen in space. Where are they coming from? There's no oxygen in there's space. No, no, like on planets, other planets, or that's what we're looking for. N- no, we're not looking for oxygen. We're looking for water. Uh, yeah. There is uh, not oxygen. They have atmosphere. 
there's different atmospheres on planet, like different conditions of gases that do exist so, floating around in different combinations. Are we looking for a specific kind of gas or just water? Anything that won't kill us. That's what Mars is. It probably just has nothing and water. That's what's important, though. Yeah, the water. it has water. The, and there's no, no gas there that we consider particularly poisonous, as far as we know. Mm. That's probably all that's happening there. Yeah. Can't wait to go to Mars. Man. And planets probably communicate. Planets? Yeah. Planet, maybe a star and planets are packs. And we see it on a giant scale, right? We see this on a giant freaking scale. And we think, oh, these guys are just orbiting that thing over there. But it's like a wolf pack. And the star is just the biggest, baddest pack of matter that was so big and bad, like a lion, it turned and got that little fluff around its neck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe uh, it's maybe a star is the powered up version of a collection of matter. Mm. And sometimes OP collections of gas happen. Sometimes ground wins. Sometimes it's not ground that wins. Sometimes it's gases that dominate the entire planet. Of different planets? Yeah, planets of just gas. Hmm. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes water fucking dominates. And it's just a planet that's mainly frozen. Yeah. But are they communicating with each other like, I'm going to be this, so you can't be that. Maybe on a way we don't understand. Think about it. What is a star if it's not just a collection of something? It's a collection of a bunch of different sets of matter squeezed tightly. Mm -hmm. But what is a planet? It's the same shit. You describe them both the same. It's just the star is bigger. Much bigger. Much bigger. And what happens? All the other planets orbit the fucking star. Mm -hmm. So in this big-ass, badass star was just a big-ass, badass collection of matter like all the other planets. Is it protecting the planets? Yes, with its gravitational field. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they mate in that same way. What? Because the planets rely on the gravity of the star to slush around enough loose bits of rock and crap and collect little dust from space slowly over hundreds of millions of years, rolling it together, creating tighter balls, tighter balls, tighter balls, until they look the size of a planet. Mm-hmm. That's the job of the star. And it made a baby. And it made a baby. And it made, in our case, as far as we know, what, ten babies? Plus whatever's hidden in the, the meteor belts? Yeah. Or the asteroid belts, whatever it's called. One of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Probably an asteroid belt. Who knows? But that collection of just rings of rocks floating in space mm-hmm. is uh, whatever's hidden in there. So the, that shit, they could just be uh, mating. That's the star's job is to forever. It's the it's the queen bee. Ooh. But then if our planets are worker bees, how is it? How are these planets helping the sun? They also have their gravitational pulls that grab bullshit and swing it around and create sometimes moons and crap like that but how does that help the sun i don't know i don't know because the sun is doing it for the sun will literally is it's going to die the sun is like a, a mom spider as well in that it's its purpose is to give birth and then die but without it its babies die but the matter is collected what's the point of that now you've brought an interesting point see they're already on a different scale of life we don't even understand because yeah. their goal doesn't even make sense to us ultimately 
they collect you're you're putting okay you make matter so you have tiny little bits and we call you those little real your real babies and then you you know you make giant clumps of rock and we call those your big you're growing up mm-hmm. and then one of you becomes real big and bad and you turn into a star woof and now you're on fire and then you collect a bunch of other rocks, and then you do the whole process all over again. And then one of them flings away. It's so powerful, it collects dirt in space, it turns into a star, and it grabs its own. And so you keep doing this, and you end up with a galaxy. What's the goal? What's the goal of the planets and the stars working together to clump matter? It would be to make another one, right? Somehow? But I don't know how that would make sense. It would be to make more planets, but why? For the sake of reproduction? Just reproduce to reproduce? But then a new star has to be the product when the old star dies. Ultimately, yeah, because this star is going to either become a dwarf and then one of the other things is going to continue flinging around, collecting matter and become a star. Or the star itself is going to explode, creating a nebula from which other clouds will slowly be born, from which other uh, stars will slowly be born and come out. Ultimately, it's just making more. It's either going to make more planets or it's going to make more stars. Okay, so it does have... Ago after yeah, it just keeps collecting matter and flinging it out. When it becomes a nebula, that's a different kind of creature. It leveled up. It it evolved. It's like a Pokemon. It went from star collection of matter to gas. To gas. To mm. just gas spread across space. And some pla- some stars are just gases. I mean, it's that hot. It's already just kind of liquidy gas. After you, no matter what, you become a star, you've become gas. The yeah. collection of matter compresses and then you become molting hot. So it's all gas. Ultimately, the star, I guess the, that's the life cycle we're seeing. It's like you're a comet. on the become stars? Yeah, maybe we're seeing a life progress. Maybe the goal is like a meteor or a meteor wants to become an asteroid. An asteroid becomes a fucking comet, I guess. Whatever order the size is, you know, from smallest to biggest. Then uh, they want to become a moon. They want to be the rock that stays around a planet. That'd be cool. Some jump and go straight to planet. And some planets, whether it be a gas planet. Want to become a star? Yeah, want to become a star. And if you're not a gas planet, if you're a matter planet, you collapse, become a gas planet, which is a star Mm. on fire. Or you're already just a strong enough collection of gases and you become a star on fire. And then as a star on fire, you, uh, if you do it just right enough, many will die and do it wrong and just dry out. But if you time it just right, you can explode into a nebula. And if you explode into a nebula, you can pump out stars. But Mm -hmm. during your life trying to get there, you're still going to make planets that potentially have the ability to become stars themselves. You're going to make comets and other... You're going to make a version of all the sides, all the different scales, wherever you might land. You're going to make a little bit of everything with potential that one of these or many of these can turn into stars in the future. But eventually your goal is, when you're old, you want to blow up the right way. If you do it just right. I'm going to, then I'll become this cloud thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a god compared to the stars, but I, I, it's becoming a god. It's transcending. If you transcend just right, and it does it and blows up into this cloud now. And this cloud is now pumping babies out like that, star after star after star, just making yeah. stars inside of it. And but all I these stars are going to do the same thing. And what about when it turns into a black hole i guess that's not the goal but it just accidentally happens that is a star that collapsed the wrong way yeah yeah just couldn't make it to the next level yeah that was a risky star because that's those are the two real different ways you could go other than drying up what about what is it venus that's a gas planet 
Some that one could of have those. been a star, but it's yeah, oh, we have something failed. like that. Yeah, you're totally right. It failed and it's just a planet. Yeah, and the stars are just the pack, the wolf packs. Everybody's working on some degree. All the planets are helping to make little rocks. All the moons are helping make smaller rocks. Comets and asteroids and shit have scrap around them that are smaller bits of matter that they're slowly. Everybody's working to make more matter. Mm-hmm. Matter in space is traveling, but then the light is on a different quest that we don't comprehend. We perceive light and we just say, oh yeah, it allows us to perceive, but that's traveling through space in measurable ways. So the light itself is a whole other creature. And it's on a quest we don't comprehend. Maybe its whole thing is to deliver information. Maybe it's conscious. Maybe it's consciously generating our reality. Maybe the light actually wins. That's what makes us us. Yeah, that's what's dominating everything. Not the light, but the photons, the, the, the weird signal being sent. Perception happens at the, uh, I guess when the message is received and that's just carrying the message of where things are. Mm-hmm. So not the light, I guess, but photons, but photons and light are two, di- I guess photons are light, but photons and, uh, some kind of particle flinging through space. All the different particles flinging through space are different creatures interacting. Mm hmm. And they happen on different scales. They happen on small amounts, and it doesn't look like anything. But then they happen in giant clumps, and we call those things. Because those interact with us in a way we understand. The small amounts we don't. But we understand the big ones. The big ones have developed something that allows them to kind of interact with us, and we can see things from really far. We can sense things. With instruments we've built to communicate with these other kind of realities, and we don't even know we're doing it because we're idiots. Um, but those things, those things that are so tiny that we can't see, are those like insects in it from another dimension or something? What things? Like protons and... Ooh, you're talking uh, particles, particles, small particles yeah. that inside of like atoms, the electrons, the neutrons, the protons, the, the, the quark, the Higgs on, the Higgs boson All particle. those things. Yeah. What exactly are those things to something else? I mean, not something else, I guess... They could be in their own f- version of an ecosystem yes. that exists within, like, an atom, let's say. They have their own kind of power dynamic that maybe looks like cloud, not Are they clouds. Planets? Maybe look, yeah, maybe they look like planets. Now, again, looking down, it might look the same. Maybe we just see if if the depictions are real, the ones that they show little pictures of. Yeah. It's like little rings. Oh, they're circling each other. Like, there's a uh, nucleus in the middle, and there are electrons, protons, and neutrons circling the nucleus. And then we'd look at those. If that display is real, then maybe they are. From our point of view, they look identical to planets, but maybe they're literally doing what planets are doing. Is the whole idea is make more matter. So they're down there making more, making more, so there could be more a- uh, uh, atoms. So neutrons decaying the protons creates an atom that is essentially matter. They're making babies. Then what are those things? They exist. And where did they come from? Look at it like this. Look at it like this. Holy crap, Christina. Yeah. They make matter happen. Then the matter's goal is then let me become a star and escape matter, become a cloud now. I'm going to come from just pure energy into matter. I'm going to turn into matter. Then... As matter, I got to cross a whole other threshold. We're just part of some matter's trip to becoming a star, which is the first step of a cloud. 
after you become a star, you've already transformed. Plus, you're now your final Yeah, transform. now you're already a gas, but you're a baby gas. You were just born. You're like a baby turtle. Time to become a cloud. If you do it just right, you become a cloud. You've got into the ocean. You're surviving. Many mofos won't make it that far. And they will collapse and dry out and just be a crappy dwarf of some sort. Mm-hmm. Or they can collapse negatively the... and turn to a black hole okay. where you've gone back so far, you are energy again. But this energy, though, originally came from the Big Bang? Bang? It's not necessarily. I mean, the energy the did. neutrons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the, everything came from the Big Bang. The energy had to come from there. Yeah. The, but they can make more. So, whatever the Big Bang is, had the capacity to make gas, energy, and matter. And the ultimate goal is to become, as far as we know so far, a giant explosion of gas. After this explosion of gas, you make a bunch of stars. I'm assuming maybe a... Well, because then that creates a galaxy, ultimately. But that's a whole other creature. That's... That's the goal? No, because all these other parts create a galaxy. A galaxy and humans have the same thing in common. In which we are just a collection of a bunch of living, swarming things inside us. But something inside us is going on the matter journey. And galaxy is one creature, and it has its own environment that it interacts with whatever's out there that it's its size and kind of its type. But a star has a trip inside where it was just energy, and it went through this and went through that, and then mm-hmm. it ended up on the other side as a star, explodes into either a nebula, collapses into a black hole, or becomes a dried up planet. But that's happening inside the galaxy. The galaxy is yeah. still there. It's a different creature. It's made up of these parts. It becomes bigger because of these parts. Yes, it grows. That's yeah. like us becoming bigger as we age. We're just yeah. growing in size. I don't know what, but then we don't even understand the goal of those because we see it moving so slow. But that's an ecosystem of its own. Right now, we know it's about to either fight or mate with Andromeda. We know the Milky Way is going to fight or mate with Andromeda. One of two things are about to happen. And what's that going to do? It's going to make a bigger one. It's growing. It's still growing. And what's the other option? It grows or what? It's growing. No, or there's what, only they one option. Playing away from each other. No, they're gonna slam into each other. Oh, so no matter what. No matter what, yeah, we're just gonna be tied up. It's gonna become one thing. But that's just to get bigger. They're gonna merge. They're gonna fuse and just make a bigger galaxy. But to what end? Maybe if these galaxies collect in big enough clumps, I don't know. Because what do they do? They, they just, just make become those a bigger galaxies. Yeah, and then what do they do? They just fill in the space where we, when we look into the shape of the universe, quote yeah. unquote, they have that weird kind of like creature-looking formation that it looks like a, a cell or something. Yeah. But then what's the point? Like they're living on a scale we don't even understand. It stops making sense. But we can apply to things on our planet the same logic. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Like how we just keep growing. That we just keep growing. Hmm. Maybe some winds are bigger than other winds. Winds? Yeah, maybe a wind. And maybe there's space winds. Maybe there are gases that float on the planet, but maybe there's gases that just chill in space, because we know that's a fact. Maybe some of those gases interact. We know that the gases on our planet interact with the magnetic fields. 
Hey, they're chilling. They, they're elephants and uh, giraffes, you know, hanging next to each other, doing whatever they got to do without interrupting each other. Like, whatever. Yeah. I eat here. I'm going to take some stuff down to the trees, bro. I'll see you later, Magnetic Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back up and chills. Hey, I brought you some, uh, I brought you some weird temperature magnetic fields. Let's create some storms, mofo. Or they fight. What if that's what that is? A storm is like two different creatures fighting each other. We're Too seeing the lightning creatures. duking it out with the water and duking it out with the uh, clouds. They're just tangled up in a cluster. Fucking sometimes wind gets sucked into there and we actually, pfft, bunch Fighting of shit starts like happening. Territory or something. It could totally be. Because we could have different versions of this. We can have winds that are cloudy. That could be a weird interaction that's happening there. We can have wind by itself just being aggressive down here without being a big giant hurricane or a tornado or anything. Mm-hmm. We can have uh, giant collections of clouds that just block out the sky. Those are packs. Those are hordes moving through. Sometimes they become... Sometimes it looks like many clouds, but sometimes they look like one giant cloud that's just moving. And they look super gray and dark. Yes. Sometimes that's... They're interacting with water. They're chilling. Water can, is somehow over there messing around with uh, with clouds. Mm-hmm. See, they, they seem to live in peace. Water is just traveling when it's interacting. Water seems to be the most... I mean, we even say it in, naturally. It flows the most. Water is the definition of flow. It's not very flowy. The water is traveling in the middle of a hurricane. It's going from the top to the bottom. Or the the wind is forcing it. Because the wind is winning at that moment. Oh. That's the wind abusing the rain. Because oh. the wind is the main focus here. The water isn't what's hurting you. The water is a result of the wind. Hmm. And then lightning could be caught in a fight with these motherfuckers, too. Sometimes there's just thunderstorms. And the lightning's aggressive. It's riled up. Oh, it's fucking riled Or maybe it's fighting the magnetic field. Is that what's happening there? Maybe. Maybe those two are caught in a weird fight we don't understand. All kinds of forms of life that could exist in potentially an infinite number of ways we don't even comprehend. They're all somehow still doing the same things we're doing. They're Either yeah. fighting or breeding. Yeah, they're fighting or breeding or... They have goals we don't get. They're more relatable to the ones than the ones in space. The, the bigger we get, the less sense it makes. Because the goal up there doesn't make... We know that, even, that no matter how far back we go, the goal is to make more and expand somehow. And they mm-hmm. go from energy, they go to matter, they go through our entire ecosystem here in matter, and then they become uh, bigger matter. We're just part of the planet's journey. Yeah. And uh, the stars, they uh, explode into giant clouds. If they do it right, then those giant clouds feed more to make giant galaxies. These galaxies smash together to uh, breed and get bigger. And they do what? Live? I don't know. Scale we don't understand. Yeah. Just living. Maybe oh, yeah. we're just caught in a clusterfuck of galaxies being bre- uh, like born. And outside of our perception, far, far, far enough, outside of our uh, perceivable universe, they're doing something different. They've reached a different stage, and we're just in a mating ball. Of snakes. Of snakes. But it's galaxies and dark matter or whatever the fuck. Mm. Oh, dark matter. How's that? <laughs> Somehow that is a thing in an ecosystem with the galaxies. That and the galaxy exists on some sort of similar thing that they're just two different life forms interacting. But not really. But not really. 
I mean, they are kind of. Yeah. Because the galaxy is responding directly to it. But we're not doing anything to it. No. Can a black hole do something to it? Fascinating question. I don't know. Because, no, a black hole exists within the clump of dark matter like all the galaxies. What do you mean? If our entire perceivable universe is orbiting a giant clump of dark matter... So is the black hole on the dark matter, or is it on... No, it's on matter, isn't it? It might be... The black hole is on the fabric, but the fabric at this point, wherever the dark matter is, the black hole is potentially on there. There's a bunch of black holes in our galaxy. Our galaxy has a giant one in the middle, nevertheless. Mm -hmm. And that's either inside... With the, us, everything, is either inside or on the surface of the dark matter, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Very interesting. So many different life forms. But the goal doesn't make sense. The goal is to live. It's always to grow. To grow. Because, and, and live. And to repopulate. It's, it's probably super simple. It's what plants do, what yeah. trees do. Like, they have no reason to, but they do it. We have no reason to, but we do it. We have to. Yeah. Yeah, we need to learn how to communicate with animals. Then after we learn how to communicate with the animals, because some animals communicate with uh, plants. Well, if they tell us that, then we definitely need to communicate with plants. First we if break the, the communication say, with the animals, and we well, cross. We talk to them all the time. Mm-hmm. What? And then we talk to the plants... And uh, through the plants, we might find the shortcut to communicating with the oxygen. Um, And the oxygen is our key to the rest of the gases. Hmm. And then through those gases, we can maybe get an answer to what the goal of the stars are in becoming clouds and nebulas in the first place. But we first have to bridge animals. And then after we bridge animals, they'll be like, hey, why do you guys treat the rest of this crap horrible? You guys know we're cool now and you treat us awesome. Why don't you treat the rest of them? Oh, what do you mean? Who? Who do you mean? Uh, dear? Dear Jeff? Who do you mean, dear Jeff? What are you talking about by we treat? We treat all animals lovely after we found out you're all conscious and we were assholes this whole time. I don't know. I don't think the animals care. They're like, this is just the way this No, is the animals are going to be like, uh, you guys could totally kind of be nicer to uh, the plants. And they're like, what? What do you mean? You said all animals, right? What about the plants? So the plants aren't, an- aren't animals. The plants aren't animals. They're going to be like, yeah, they are. Here, this is how you talk to them. We're going, oh, shit, we can have communicate. They speak very slowly, but there's a way to kind of record it. You know, set a record 10 years. Ask, after you ask a question, you get an answer when you play it in hyper fast loop. You got to play that 10 year gap in like three seconds <laughs> to get like a hey. Wow. But That's we'll really we'll have time machines, and we could jump forward recording stuff that they say, grab it, jump back in time, and throw the message so that we can advance quicker. Yes. But let's not put anyone in the time machine. You we're just going to send a machine by itself to do nothing. It's just going to yeah. go record that whole period. After it hits 10,000 years, jump back to this very moment automatically. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at JustConvoPod for fun clips and exclusive audio content. You could also find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, including the official website, GreatThoughts.info. Remember to hit that subscribe button and introduce the show to someone you know will love it. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. 
take nothing personal. Bye. Bye. I met Jeffrey because I could interpret his message of yes and no. Because I'm also a ghost that understands what yes and no are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a ghost that understands what yes and no are. Mm-hmm. I'm also, what was it, 65, 67? I don't know. You're really old. Yeah. I was there during World War. No, I'm a lot older than that. I gotta be like 90 some shit. <laughs> I'm some, old, were you in World War? World War Two. World War Two. That ended what? Fifty two. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know. Forty seven. Ninety three. I mean, it could still be going on for all we know. <laughs> <laughs>